0: I tell you little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Just the cast away, the
1: island lost the sea. Oh. Now I'm Sandy, all my own. Sandy, far from home. Look, come
0: on. you remember? We were shipwrecked together.
1: Sandy, I'm so
0: far from home. Sandy, yeah, i my Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My co-host is Greg Kot. And if you want to be the first to hear these bonus podcasts, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon like Anthony Vasalo. Thanks for your support, Anthony. As you know, Greg and I have our heads crammed full of so much musical knowledge, useful or otherwise, that there's no telling what will bubble up on any given day. When one of us has a song in our head we can't live without, we add it to the Desert Island Jukebox. Songs we'd want with us if we were stuck, forever, stranded away from civilization. Greg, you got a song you want to add. Give us a slight hint.
1: I'm going to play a song by a band that has released many, many great songs, but the one I'm going to play, I'd say is one of their top five of all time and was only released
0: as a B-side. Oh, I love those. We'll hear more about that in a minute on Sound Opinions. We're back, and Mr. Cott, you're adding a song to the Desert Island jukebox that was supposed to be a throwaway B-side. It
1: was. Uh, the band didn't like it very much, which is inexplicable. Now they love it, but uh, I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. I, I heard this song. You know, I, I got one of those serious uh, subscriptions, right, for the oh. car. So when I'm in my car burning up my $6 a gallon gas, I'm uh, I'm listening <laughs> to serious stations. And I heard this pretty cool band, uh, Soraya, cover a song called I'm Not Like Everybody Else. Oh, yeah. The kinks song yeah and it struck me like uh, many many bands have covered this song the kinks were the band that wrote it and recorded it first Mm -hmm. but it took on a life of its own because as i mentioned ray davis uh, didn't think much of the song he thought you know it's a b-side he wanted to give it to the animals the animals didn't
0: like it either they said (laughs) we don't want it that is the fundamental message of all great rock and roll i'm (laughs) not like anybody else
1: ray i think uh, felt it fit the animals because they had that tough attitude you know don't let me be misunderstood yeah we got to get out of this place it sort of fits in with that mold and i don't think it was a a typical kinks type song because Ray tended to be a little more introspective and in talking about the social implications of what was going on in England mm. a band was out of step with its time indeed they were not like everybody else they were their own right. thing in England in the late 60s British invasion they didn't had, stop had like more to do else. with their ethos than he thought yeah exactly so Ray thought so little of the song typically he or his brother, Dave, would, would sing the songs that they wrote on the right. records. Ray thought so little of the song initially that he gave it to Dave to sing. So Dave's got the lead vocal on this song as this B-side. It was released in 1966. I've heard this song so many times now. I seriously believe it's one of the King's greatest songs.
0: It's the top three, maybe top five. I I think I chose it uh, way back when, when we did a list show, and I can't remember what the topic was now. But yeah, it's immortal. That song's immortal.
1: It's a masterpiece, and Ray has since embraced the song. In fact, when I saw him do a solo tour in 2006, uh, David had some kind of medical issue, so he couldn't accompany his brother. But Ray opened the show with that song. So it went from like a B-side that I don't really care that much about, I'll let my brother sing it, to I'm singing this song now, and not only that, I'm opening my shows with it. I think he recognized that the greatness of the song when so many other bands started covering it. You know, not bending to the will of the masses, I'm doing my own thing. It is the kinks, it is Ray Davis in a nutshell. you got to love the song too. Dave's guitar part is so critical to the song, that menacing uh, minor key guitar solo Mm, that opens the song and then it ascends to a major key and it becomes this huge anthem by the end. Right. You know, so he's singing these verses about how he's not conforming And at the end, it's kind of like a a statement of true defiance by the Kinks and Ray Davis. Here is the original version, the B-side. I'm not like everybody else by the Kinks on Sound Opinions. I'm
0: not like everybody else. Mr. Cott, going to the kinks. Ray Davis, I'm not like anybody else. Let me do my best NPR disclaimer here. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, yes, we said Ray Davis several times. (laughs) Several years ago, check our archive, when we interviewed. The great leader of the Kinks, Ray Davis, he made it quite clear. People have been mispronouncing right. his name for half a century. We are not wrong. Please avoid the 75 emails. Two sound <laughs> opinions saying, how dare we disrespect him by not calling him Ray Davies. Craig. Somebody tells me how to pronounce their name, what they want to be called. I'm going to go with their you choice. Respect their respect na- their choice.
1: Correct. And, uh, you know, despite the disclaimer, because we have tended to make it lately. We every have time made this brought made this it disclaimer. Up, yes. We still...
0: Yeah. get that one guy, and it's usually a guy it's a, a who's guy, telling yeah. us how yeah. wrong we the are. The one guy. There are similar thorny situations that are less easily solved. If whatever Ray wants to be called, I'll call Ray a king of rock if he wants to be called. Exactly. That's it for this bonus podcast episode. To support Sound Opinions, become a member on Patreon and connect with other listeners on our Facebook group. Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, and our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.